0: We do have sound bar. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, that was nothing. That was a... double punched it. Yeah. Ooh. What was that? That made up for it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, I still got uh, some of them bush lights. And uh, I did stop today and grab... I ended
0: up grabbing a 12-pack of Miller High Life Light Bottles. Oh, Yeah. The champagne of beers. Yes,
1: yes. So.
0: Well, I, I opened a straw. I had like two of those straw lagers left. Right. So I thought, well, I'll take those out. And that did not sound good. It doesn't taste <laughs> great either. I don't, I don't know. I'll drink it but sometimes straw's funny for me sometimes it tastes pretty good and other days I'm kind of like meh right <laughs> you guys can laugh at me all you want to but uh, I've been buying that damn lucky streak <laughs> <laughs> even over the hams I was kind of giving the
1: uh, as I went to Ta- I just went to Tops today to get the get a little bit of beer and I was kind of staring down the Fifteen pack of Milwaukee's best ice. Ice. Yeah, Ooh. it was like five point nine yeah. percent alcohol or something. And It's only like I don't know seven bucks or something yeah. for a fifteen pack. I was kind of like giving it a stare down, and I'm like, boy, I don't know. It yeah. just scares me.
0: Ice beers scare me, and I don't. I'm a connoisseur of the cheap stuff, but the ice beers scare me. I will say I've had the Milwaukee's Best Light, and the 15 packs are about the same uh, price, and it's not bad. It, it's actually not bad. I don't know about the ice though. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> so, well, we're winding her down here. Football yeah. Fanatics Conference cha- Championship Weekend.
1: Yeah, Championship
0: Sunday. Yeah. So we should probably recap the games last week, which for every bit of close and great games that Wildcard Weekend was, last weekend wasn't quite there. Yeah. Although, although some of the games were, I mean, they were within reach for you know a decent amount of the game, but All right. <laughs> um, I don't know. What was the first game? Minnesota at San Francisco.
1: Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, that one was pretty much over pretty early on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it was probably even over earlier than the scoreboard said. I mean, Minnesota's first touchdown was kind of lucky, or only touchdown. Yeah. I mean, it was a third down, and Cousins threw a really nice pass to Diggs, which should have been the first down, but then the defender kind of fell. And right. Diggs locked it into the end zone, which kind of kept that game within reach, maybe a little longer than it, it would have been. But – yeah, you never really got the sense that Minnesota was too much in it, did you?
1: No, I mean, they could not get anything going on offense. Couldn't get uh, uh, the running back there.
0: Cook. I, Dalvin I, Cook.
1: Dalvin Cook, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> Couldn't get Cook going, and
1: I mean, that that's kind of the key to their offense, you know, getting him going, and and Cousins just could not... He couldn't do it on his
0: own you know and uh well right yeah he was under
1: constant pressure it seemed like and that defense was just all over them last week i i guess getting them a couple guys back uh really did make a difference i kind of questioned how much a difference that would make because their defense had looked pretty average over the uh, the second, second half of the season and you know, they They're making a big deal about getting a couple guys back last week, and I'm like, well, we'll see. I, I just I, – I really questioned how much it would uh, affect them, and, boy, it, it really must have made a huge difference because that defense looked just like it did in the first half of the season, you know, just completely dominating.
0: Right. I agree. I agree. Um,
1: and then the, the – Niners offense I mean I think I saw today they they ran I think they ran at 47 or 49 times which was a record for a 49ers I think it was just a, for a 49ers playoff game it was a record for rush attempts
0: well that's that's crazy I'd like to know when the last time a team ran that many times in a game I mean maybe yeah. it's happened but with the the way the game is now with all the passing, boy, that seems like a lot of rushes. Yeah. <laughs> they just
1: And I saw, uh, not to jump ahead of ourselves, but while I'm thinking about it, uh, I saw where Derrick Henry, uh, if he has 30-plus rushes today, he'll be the first player in NFL history to have four straight games with 30-plus rushing attempts. Wow. Yeah, in this day and age, like
0: you said, that's crazy. That is, um, and not to get ahead of ourselves, but if he has thirty plus rushes today, they probably win that game. Probably do, yeah. Um, yeah. So the Niners, that was, and they just Minnesota couldn't stop that running game. That no, you know, most of most of the time we talk about running backs needing to get into a groove, but for whatever reason San Fran rolls those three guys basically out and they sort of ride the hot hand, but they all get carries and it's just very complementary and it works. So if the Niners are going to play defense and run the ball like that, they're going to be tough. Right.
1: And Garoppolo did what he had to. I mean, he didn't have to be spectacular, but he made some good throws, I thought. He, yeah. He, he played good.
0: Yeah, he, was, he played well. I think he had one kind of bad pick, but... I thought right. it was a hell of a catch by the Minnesota guy at the same time. Garoppolo just <laughs> didn't see him, and it still was a hell of a pick, I thought. Right. But, yeah, so that was kind of a snoozer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was.
0: <laughs> so then what, we had the... Uh, Titans at Ravens was that the Saturday night game?
1: Yeah, that was the Saturday nighter.
0: And I tell you, I was look when I, I have this spreadsheet where I do all my picks so I can see everything from every week, and then I usually just send it home from work. And I didn't do that last week, so when I went in to look today, I actually had picked Tennessee with my initial picks that when i do it at work and then Uh i had picked you know when we did the podcast i picked baltimore in a close game so it didn't shock me at all that tennessee won but obviously the fashion that they did it and it's not just you know of course everybody's talking about lamar jackson Failing in another playoff game he's 0 for 2 now and rightfully so I think there's some criticism there that is stuff We've touched upon all year that we were wondering about um, whether he still was going to be able to You know pick the team up and carry them when they had to pass and the teams knew they had to pass right That said Tennessee Torched that Baltimore defense that was a really good defense during the year oh, okay. So there was a lot. I mean, it wasn't just Lamar Jackson. It was Tennessee is a buzzsaw right now. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't know what touchdown it was. It might have been about the time where I said to myself, this is over. Tannehill threw a deep ball. And, right. again, I say it all the time, but you couldn't have walked down there and handed it to the guy right. any better. I think it was a play action or something. And it it might have been after one of Jackson's picks, too, or or no. I think it was after Baltimore got stuffed on a fourth and one. I right. think. It was something like that where Baltimore had gotten a turnover on downs or a turnover, and they just took the dagger shot, and they nailed it. Um, yeah, it, kudos to Tennessee on that game. I mean, holy shit. That was impressive.
1: Yeah, and they're their defense stepped up pretty big.
0: I mean... They're, yeah. Their defense, that, isn't, their defense isn't really getting the pub or notoriety, maybe. But right. I, I, in a weird way, I almost feel like San Fran-Tennessee would be the best Super Bowl matchup right now, just because I think they're probably the two best defenses left. Right. Yeah,
1: I mean... That was the biggest reason I didn't take Tennessee in that game last week because I just didn't think their defense was going to be able to hold up to that Baltimore rushing game. And, boy, they sure did. I mean, now it helps playing with a lead, of course, but, boy, they they gave them nothing. I mean, they gave them absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah, that (laughs) defense was a big reason they were able to build the lead too. So, I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand.
1: And you mentioned it real quick. You know, the the questions start to mount a little bit here with Jackson. Uh, you know, whether he can bring a team back. Right. Uh, I, I wish I could remember. Uh, Kylie sent some interesting uh, uh,
0: facts. Yeah, he did
1: on, on our messenger. Yeah, about well, Jackson's never, and this is in his I think even in his college career. Never won a game being down by more than seven in the fourth, or something like that, or I don't know. It was something. Where he's yeah, never it was.
0: Back. Yeah, it was crazy because it wasn't even a point spread where you couldn't run anymore. Is what I thought was crazy about it. Right. <laughs> um. I guess if I'm a Baltimore fan, and you step back from the disappointment. I think, and I thought John Harbaugh made a good point. I didn't even know. Like, John Harbaugh was sort of defending Jackson and was like, look, he's still younger than Joe Burrow. Right. (laughs) And here he's got all this experience. I I guess if I'm a Baltimore fan, I'm going to step back and look at it this way. He made a huge step from year one to year two throwing the football. So what you have to be hopeful for is that he continues to step forward right? in that way. Because, I mean, the guy, it's funny because the guy leads the NFL in touchdown passes with 36. Yeah. But we, we kind of think, uh, 36 is 36. I'm a Bears fan. That's like five years worth of quarterback right. touchdown passes. So I'm not going to, I can't <laughs> knock the guy. But we all know with the eye test, I mean, a lot of that was... Teams gearing up for the run and he's able to throw those touchdowns to the tight ends, which is playing with a big lead, too. Playing with a big lead. But yeah, so I think he's got some steps to take. But if I'm a Baltimore fan, like I said, I'm gonna look at it as he made a huge step in that area from year one to two. And now you get to see, does he make a step from year two to three? Does he make... The kids are screaming in the background because I can never do anything for more than five minutes. Um, um, and I lost my train of thought. Um, fuck if I know now. I guess, uh, so, so... from yeah, you
1: talking about th- Jackson? Can he make the... Yeah, I,
0: I, yeah, so is it... So this is where I think you really see. Year two to year three... You know, is he kind of, if he stops progressing, then you're going to worry. But does he make a step? This is ridiculous. Both kids are fucking screaming their goddamn minds out.
1: Wouldn't be a podcast without it.
0: No, I guess not. It's just <laughs> stupid. Don't ask me to fucking play Legos later, kid. i say, fuck you. No, I'm not gonna say that, but that's what I'm be thinking. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, and I mean, you know, you you take the good with the bad, I guess. If, if also, if I'm a Baltimore fan, I mean, you've you've made the playoffs two years in a row. They had a major overhaul last year in defensive personnel, and still kept a good defense. So. I think the the knocks on the guy are for real, and you got to be concerned about it, and especially with his playing style. At some point, he's got to develop into more a pass-first guy. Right. I mean, to me, if I'm Baltimore, I want to see him turn into Deshaun Watson, a guy that's pass-first but will make some amazing plays with his legs when you need him to. Whether he will or not, who knows. But... Um, you know, again, yeah. you know, hey, <laughs> being a Bears fan, I'd be pretty thrilled. I mean, if you're gonna keep making the playoffs, hey, at some point maybe there's a breakthrough. I mean, you got to get there. But yeah, you got to be totally disappointed if you're the. I would almost say far and away Baltimore was the best team in the regular season. I mean, right. Record wise, what were they? Thirteen and three, or were they fourteen, 14 and two? Fourteen and two. A lot of quality wins in there they they beat some good teams Um, so you gotta yeah you're obviously you're disappointed that you don't even make it out of you don't even win a game You, you know you don't even get a chance to play one win and you're playing for the Super Bowl that's the that's the nice thing about earning the bye week and to you know to totally get blown out of your own building that's tough And you bring up the point a lot. I mean, and you brought it up, I think, on Messenger. Was Baltimore flat? Was it the bye week? Was it the bye week plus sitting the starters in in week 17? I think those are valid, valid questions to ask. I mean, I I think overall they ran into a buzzsaw, but, you know. Yeah,
1: and it seems to to happen at least to one team every year, doesn't it? One of the top teams. They just... You know, especially if they sit their starters that last week of regular season and then they have the bye. It just, boy, at least one team of those top seeds just seems to come out flat in their first game back. I don't know. I mean, it's tough. I mean, I don't, you you know, I can't justify playing starters that last week of the regular season when you have nothing to play for, but. Boy, I don't know. I mean, do you play him a quarter or a half at least just to keep him in rhythm? You know,
0: I don't know. Yeah, and a guy like Jackson, is there any way that you can play him and say, you're not running today? Right, yeah. You throw the ball. Let's have a drop back pass day. And if if it's a game where you see some vicious pass rush and your quarterback's getting hit, then you can pull him. But, yeah, I mean – and we talked about it. Baltimore was the kind of team that, with the questions about Lamar Jackson, being able to come from behind. Was that a team that could afford to – I mean, we'll get to that shortly, but apparently, you know, Kansas City has the, the horses to, to come back when <laughs> when you come out a little flat. But Baltimore wasn't that way. So it, it begs the question, I mean – you know, is it more risk for a guy to get hurt or more risk that you're going to come out flat and lose a playoff game? Right. Uh, that's the question you have to ask yourself.
1: Yeah. And, of course, you know, if you do play them guys and and they get hurt that last week of the regular season, then you're...
0: Oh, yeah, then it's, you're a terrible coach and
1: yeah. you're stupid. So, I, mean, I guess you just got to do what you think's best for your team.
0: Yep. Then you can't and
1: just, and just live with what happens, but
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It, it's a tough call for sure.
0: Absolutely. It's you can make a case for both both ways for sure. Right. <laughs> um And Derrick Henry had a better passer rating than Lamar Jackson. Gracie, I had the the touchdown pass, and then later I saw he, they, they tried to do it again. They had him throw again later. I'm like, man, they're just they're just shoving their face in it now. But uh, boy, kudos kudos to that uh, Tennessee team. I mean, they've got um, they've got it going on all cylinders. They've the Vrabels got coaching them up. I mean.
1: Yeah, they're, they're that. I mean, doesn't it seem like every year there's that one team that gets hot that nobody expected, and, and boy, yeah. they are definitely that team this year.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, Jesse doesn't want to hear it, and I don't blame him, but yeah. you know, I think I couldn't believe when I heard the stats for Tannehill. I sent them to the messenger group. I can't believe what it was. It was a stupid number of touchdowns, and he didn't come in until, like, week seven. And he right. had what was it? Was it high twenties or low thirties for touchdown passes? It's like that's uh, yeah, fucking I, I ridiculous. I, just,
1: I, just, I want to say thirty-one, but I'm not positive. Yeah, fine.
0: I mean, that's in just over half a season. Yeah, that's just <laughs> stupid.
1: And yeah, and, I mean he hasn't even had to really do anything in the playoffs. He's been under 100 yards both games.
0: Yeah, he just has to make he's made a throw here or there.
1: But but yeah, he's made the plays when they've when they've needed it, for sure.
0: Yeah, and, that deep touchdown he threw and I I want if I had to bet money, I think the scenario was Tennessee or Baltimore went for a fourth and one and got stuffed. And you're right. and I want to say that Tennessee took the shot the first play, and Tannehill threw a dime. So, yeah, I mean, but the thing is, I think if it gets into that kind of game, they've got some horses there, and they could get into a shootout if they need to. I don't think they're like Baltimore, where if the running game shut down, they're cooked.
1: Yeah, you know, you do get the sense that Tannehill maybe could – uh, do enough in the passing game if they needed it. You know, I mean,
0: yeah.
1: it'd be interesting to
0: see for sure. Because you know the teams are going to be lining up to to stop Henry, so he's going to have some good one on one looks. They got that Anthony Brown or whoever the wide receiver, the yeah, speedster. we got to couple- have a
1: rookie. A rookie that's been doing good too, or something.
0: Uh, yeah, I think that's that Brown, but I could be wrong. But yeah. they and then they got another guy. Yeah, they got a lot of young receivers. And
1: so their their tight end they have has been good. playing really well.
0: Yeah. So I can't think of his name, but I can't either. But they're so I I do think they're a little more rounded than yeah. they're probably given credit for.
1: Oh so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, all the talk is Derrick Henry and for good reason. But, boy, if they need to throw the ball, they're certainly capable.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think they can do that. On a quick uh, side uh, hockey corner note. Yes. The, Penguin, the Penguins just put uh, one in their own net. So now it's 3 nothing Boston. Oh, sweet. That would <laughs> be even better if that was Crosby that put it in his own net. <laughs> right. He's had so many concussions he doesn't even know we hate the penguins people yeah sorry jesse but (laughs) we've hated the penguins long before you jumped on the bandwagon so i think that's legit (laughs) i only didn't hate the penguins for like five minutes when they were going to move to kansas city yeah but in retrospect i wish they would have i know me too At that time, I was like, man, I don't like the Penguins, but I'd hate to see them lose their team. Fuck that. I wish they would have.
1: No. (laughs) I think I remember us having that conversation
0: back then. we did. We both were kind of like, yeah, man, I hate them, but I don't want to see them lose their team. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) We didn't know there was going to be this huge wave of bandwagon jumpers. Right. (laughs) The bulk of them being Steelers fans that – Oh, I discovered hockey. It's this really cool sport. Yeah. <laughs> Which, they fucking don't make the cup last year. Now you don't hear any of them. At least I don't. It's like, really? <laughs> God. It's not like they dropped off the map and aren't a playoff team anymore. So anyway, <laughs> what's that?
1: No, they just got one back. No, nah. so three-one.
0: Piss. <laughs> I hate when they get a quick answer like that. All right, well, we might as well segue into the AFC game, the Houston-Kansas City game.
1: Yeah, just one of the crazier games anybody, any of us, I'm sure, have ever seen.
0: Oh, Uh, I don't think there's ever, I mean, has there ever been anything like it? I don't think so. Just nuts. (laughs) I mean, you talk about everything that could go wrong. I mean, Houston takes it right down their throat the first drive, right? when they get Kansas City I don't know if they got them to go 3 and out but they get them to punt and they block the punt for a touchdown correct I'm pretty sure yeah <laughs> so it was 14 nothing basically before your popcorn was even done popping
1: and then I think the Chiefs fumbled the ensuing kickoff
0: I believe was is that I knew there was some sort of muff or or, or fumble on a kick
1: yeah that was in there somewhere yeah just i mean yeah it was basically the worst start to a game you could possibly have
0: yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so they were down 21 nothing pretty early like yeah and in, it got to 24 and it got as high as 24 yeah and then the Kansas City comes marching back with Patrick Mahomes
1: yeah they they got it they had a drive early in the second. Uh, where, you know, it wasn't a quick strike drive, but it was, uh, I th- I want to say it was about an eight-play drive maybe, something like that. You know, they just went down and gave got a def- touchdown.
0: Gave their defense a chance to breathe.
1: Right. And, boy, just, just them going down and getting that one touchdown just seemed to, you know, just ignite the whole team. And then they started getting the turnovers and,
0: and everything, you know. It started swinging the other way. Now I'm hazy on the order of events, but somewhere in there when it was twenty four nothing, didn't didn't Houston go for like a fourth and one on their in their own territory or, or, or something like that? They, they
1: did a fake punt a fake somewhere punt. in there. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh I remember them. I kind of, I don't know what I was doing. I was kind of, I don't know if I was looking on my phone at something or something. But I, I kind of missed that. I remember I was yeah, you
0: know, I did I missed it too, and because it.
1: Yeah, I, I remember looking up from my phone because I heard the announcer saying, getting excited, and and that, that's when they were do, doing that fake punt. Well, they talked about it after. Uh, the announcers thought if, if they would have went right up to the line and and snapped it really quick, they might have been able to catch them a little more off guard. Yeah. But I guess they got up there and and kind of just sat there for a, a while before they snapped it. And it, you know, they just kind of the announcers kind of felt that that kind of gave
0: tipped their hat a little bit.
1: Yeah, kind of gave the Chiefs maybe a little tip or just gave them time to to settle in, uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. And, yeah, they I think they just snapped it to the whoever the up back was and he tried running for the first. It was only like a fourth and four, I think, or something. But, but yeah, it was at like their own, I don't know, like 30 or something, 30, 35.
0: I know hindsight's is 20-20, but I just – I think – I've been consistent in this. I just totally disagree with that.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you you got that lead. Your your
0: defense is playing was playing well up until that point. You have all the momentum. You know Kansas City can score the points. Why yeah. do, why do anything that gives them a spark? Yeah. You,
1: I, uh, I don't get it either at all.
0: Cuz I saw I think I saw somebody from USA today and they must have been a Houston fan. Basically saying O'Brien should have been fired, I think, for for kicking the the field goal that made it 24 instead of going for it on fourth down. And I'm thinking, right. I'm thinking, I don't agree with that. I think if you're up 21 nothing, every point, I mean, a field goal is almost a touchdown. Right. It's just you're just tacking on to what Kansas City has to come back from. My problem would be the fake punt. Why give them any? I get, you know, I I I, I kind of can get and I don't buy it, though. Oh, we're going to go for the juggler here. I I mean, all right, so you you pick up five yards. Okay, so you have a first down. I mean...
1: Right. (laughs) The drive could still stall out. Could
0: still stall out. Pretty risky. I mean, I could see it more if you're in that fringe. Do we kick a field goal? Do we go for it, or do we punt? Right. Area. But I don't know. I I. When you got a team under ropes like that, you you, you want to play field position. You want to make them earn every point they get. You want them to have to drive the field and take time. I mean, you're not trying to sit on the lead, but you certainly want, when you're on defense, to make them earn the points and not do things that give them the field position. All right. I just, I, I don't know, man. And I, I've been saying O'Brien probably ought to be canned before that, but I don't think it was for kicking the field goal. I, I think when you're up big you on the road, any points you can add on are good, but that, that was just crazy. So, yeah. Kansas City and ends they, up blowing them out.
1: Yeah, they end up with, I think it was 42 unanswered points or something
0: yeah. like that. That's <laughs> unreal. It's just, it's insane. It is. I mean, so in that regard, I think People are licking their chops over Kansas City San Fran as a Super Bowl matchup, and rightfully so. But that's just that's crazy.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, I think I saw Kelsey because he caught three touchdowns in the uh, in the second quarter, and I think he was became the first player to catch three touchdowns in one quarter of a postseason game. Yeah, Jesus, just
0: nuts. Like the natural hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> um. so yeah so what we've got we had one more probably the and this one was even a blowout for a while but probably yeah. it ended up being the best game of the the weekend right Seattle at Green Bay um, yeah yes yeah, I, I don't know I Green Bay was handling him and you said Russell Wilson kind of willed his the, the way back into it. I tell you, I, I
1: I don't know. I still might take Russell Wilson over any quarterback in the league. I mean, the, the guy just he just has that ability to put the whole team on his back and just get things done. I mean, it's just amazing what he does sometimes.
0: Yeah, he's, you know, they they had that really good team and, and guys got old and, and the defense got old and, and it's not where it was, but you got to think if that team can reload a little bit and give him some supporting cast, boy, he's going to, you would think he's going to contend for some more Super Bowls before he's done. Right.
1: And they were, uh, you know, there was the questionable force down, play at the end right uh where a lot of people thought that the, the packers were short on the fourth down that yep. would have gave seattle the ball back right with one more chance um i mean when it initially happened it sure looked short to me i mean i don't know
0: yeah what i i i was too late for me but the pictures and stuff i saw that I sure thought he was short, but I hate the Packers too. But boy, that was one of those ones where it's like, how they award that a first down. Yeah,
1: the and field? they reviewed it and everything, and still didn't overturn it. You know.
0: Yeah, they barely overturn spots even when they have clear yeah. view of it. I, it's amazing. They'll they won't do anything with spots in the like the middle of the field of play where you've got a clear shot of it, but somehow down on the goal line where there's bodies flying everywhere, they'll make all kinds of calls on the spot. Right. It's amazing. Right. It's amazing. <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: I mean, that, that would have been still a slim hope for right. Seattle. I mean. Right. I, you know, they would have. They would have had it with – I think there was maybe uh, – there was a decent amount of time. I mean, I think there was about a minute 40, I want to say, something like that. I don't think they had any timeouts left, and they needed a touchdown. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, it's not to say that they were going to come win that game for sure. Um, but it's just – you'd like to see him get the chance. Russell Wilson, end of the game. That's what you want to right. see. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, Rodgers was Rodgers. He he stepped it up for the playoffs. I mean, he he did he made some plays when he had to. But you know that team when that team's hot, it runs through Aaron Jones. I think um, the, he was scoring touchdowns, and that's when they're tough. Yeah, I I, I mean I I
1: definitely think that team. You know, it used to always be a, it ran through Rodgers and what he could do in the passing game. But I do think it's kind of shifted to where they're kind of a, a run team now with sure. Jones.
0: And I think teams still key on Rodgers, so you've got to take advantage. Right. It's like when teams key up for the run; it's up for the quarterback needs to find the matchups. Other way around, if the team's playing to to try to minimize Rodgers, the run game has to step up. Um, so yeah. let's, let's get into it, huh? Yeah. So what's, I don't even know what the first game is. What's the three o'clock, the AFC? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot, <laughs> I was like, I thought it was the AFC game. Tennessee at Kansas City. And I saw Kylie sent a score through. He probably sent both his scores through, but I only... But I all my devices are tied up here and right. recording so I can't even um, see I assume he picked San Francisco, but I have his score for uh, the Titans Chiefs game. Uh, nice. So you want to start it off? this is uh, this is so tough for me.
1: Yeah I mean this was a this is this was a tough one. Pick for sure. I mean, they both kind of were.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, this one, boy,
1: I tell you, I really could see it going either way. Me too. Um, with the way Tennessee's been playing, I mean, I absolutely could see him going in there and winning this game. Um, the, I've been kind of keeping an eye on the the weather. Now, I mean, it's not. It's supposed to be sunny, but boy, is it cold there um in Kansas City I mean they're saying it's like
0: 19 when it feels like six
1: is what they've been saying yeah and the winds are they're saying the winds are about 12 mile an hour or so
0: so that's not too far off how it was in Bradford today when I took the kids out it was 22 feels like 11 and it was cold and when the wind kicks up it cuts you in half right
1: I don't know. I mean, there's no there's no uh, rain or snow scheduled. So, but boy, that cold and, and that little bit of wind—I mean, that can still have an effect on an offense. And boy, does that ever—especially to me—it yeah. really caters to Tennessee. To oh, me. absolutely. I mean, um, I mean, you don't want to tackle Derrick Henry to begin with. You want to be tackling him when it's six degrees. No, you got this hundred and fifty pound guy coming at you,
0: and not to mention Kansas City. That's the one thing we kind of talked about with them is their lack of consistent run game. I mean, if the wind's swirling, I know Mahomes has a cannon, but if the wind right. if the wind starts affecting the the passing game, is Kansas City going to be able? To, I mean, they they'll maybe they'll figure out some screen game stuff. But yeah, I don't see them just lining up and saying, "Fine, we're gonna we're gonna run the ball." Which now maybe they will. I don't know. They haven't really done it this year. Um, right. But yeah, you you would think if conditions get tough, especially for the pass game, that's gonna favor Tennessee.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh. Now, I would have, you know, I'm sure all these teams that have played Tennessee lately have went in thinking, you know, they they need to slow down Derrick Henry, and they have none of nobody's been able to do it. Um, the Chiefs' defense has been improved lately, but boy, they they've seemed to be pretty leaky against the run most of the season, um, and in the. The, the game these two teams played in the regular season, which was the Chiefs' last loss, by the way, uh, he, he ran for 180-some yards, I think. So, boy, I don't know. I, I ended up going Tennessee. Uh, and the only way, they, I think the only way they don't win this game is, obviously, if if they can shut Henry down... And even then, like we said, Tannehill's capable. I mean, so who knows, even if they do shut him down. But obviously that's the key to, to beating them right now is, you know, limiting Henry on his big runs. Um, and I just don't know if they can do it. Now, maybe they can, you know, they were talking earlier on one of the, on the pregame. Um, you know, sometimes teams will... will you know, design like uh, run blitzes and stuff to slow down a running game. Maybe they can do something like that. I don't know. But then, you know, can Tannehill, if if they do that, can he step up and make some plays in the passing game? Who knows? Maybe he can. So maybe it won't make a difference. But I don't know. Tennessee's just the hottest team right now to me. Um, Even though the Chiefs, like I said, haven't lost since uh, they played Tennessee earlier in the season. I think it's like – seven or eight straight they've won since that game, something like that. Um, I don't know. I just, I guess I'm just riding the Cinderella story. Um, I went Tennessee. I got it pretty close. I got 27-23. Tighten up.
0: Boy, we're almost dead balls, my friend. Yeah. (laughs) And I went Tennessee. (laughs) Did you re- <laughs> Even you though I picked Kansas City to get out of the AFC Yeah me too <laughs> when we started this uh, Tennessee's a buzzsaw right now. Um,
1: well, I mean it's, it's great just, it's gonna be an interesting game because both teams are coming in with a ton of confidence. Hot.
0: Yeah, really hot. I just I do think Kansas City not being able to run the ball or at least so far, unless they change something and maybe they do it today. I just right. think if they get one dimensional and the weather's there and and Tennessee possesses the ball with Henry I, I and I do think if they if Kansas City's going to stop Derrick Henry, I feel like they have to throw everything at it. And yeah. and Tannehill should have some open looks. Um I I, yeah, I don't know. I, and I like Tennessee's defense. I don't think they get the credit they should get. Um, and, yeah, they just played in two of the hardest places in the NFL to play, New England, Baltimore. Now they're coming to the loudest place. They broke Seattle's record a few years ago for decibels. So right. They got another tough place to play, but when you run the ball, the, the noise is not as big of a deal. When you're running the football, Um yeah, I know, everybody's, you're just thinking Kansas City putting up 50 points last week. I I don't see it again. 27-24 Titans. Whoa, we were close. Yeah, and and <laughs> by golly, we got ourselves our three-man sweep here. Whoa! Kylie went Titans 32-28 if I read the the messenger right when it came through. Wow. Um, so, yeah, boy, it's just I don't know. It's tough when you watch them dismantle Baltimore the way they did. We yeah. can, We can talk about Lamar Jackson's struggles, but Tennessee had some responsibility in that, and they're just and until somebody plugs plugs up what Derrick Henry's doing, it's hard to go against it. Yeah, that's that was my feeling. I mean. <laughs>
1: Uh I, I never did look at uh, what the what the spreads were
0: uh I thought both the spreads were fairly big, like seven points.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I I saw it earlier in the week or I don't know, right around Wednesday I think. And yeah, I think both Uh, home teams were favored by 7 but I never saw if it moved much yeah I don't know
0: I I think the last I saw or San Fran was favored by 7.5 and and I thought Kansas City was somewhere in that range as well
1: right should be it should be an interesting game both
0: of these Uh, yeah I I think um, although let's get into Green Bay and San Fran I mean I said I guess I said it Earlier in the year, when Green Bay just got totally destroyed by San Fran, I just said I didn't. If they play again in the playoffs, I don't see any scenario where Green Bay can win. Now the scenario would be Aaron Rodgers, right? And the scenario will have to be Olgi Lafleur making some adjustments because if they come out and they just try to do the same thing they did before, I don't see a different outcome.
1: Yeah, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have, they're have, gonna to, have to do something different for they're, sure. They're
0: gonna have to have a plan to beat that pass rush. Whether it's um, shovel passes to Aaron Jones, the screen game, quick slants. I mean, yeah. Rogers got destroyed in that last yeah. game, <laughs> and um, honestly. I'm going thirty-one seventeen San Francisco 49ers. I don't think they're going to be able to have an answer for that pass rush today.
1: We're not too
0: terribly off mm-hmm.
1: on this one either. <laughs> no. No, I also I went San Fran. Also, uh, I got thirty to twenty. Yeah. I, I yeah I don't know. I obviously the Packers have got to come in with a, a different game plan. Uh, than what they had in the regular season, I just don't know. I I haven't seen enough of Rogers. Uh, I haven't seen enough of his good side this year to make me think he can
0: put the team on his back and just yeah, be old school Aaron Rodgers for a day.
1: Yeah. I, it's, I don't know. There's just something about that team that still I, seems a, a little off.
0: I don't think they they have the depth. And, and and so, I, you know, you talk about Rodgers looking a little bit mortal. I think there's some of that. But, I mean, who's their number one receiver there? I can never remember his name. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. I feel like San Fran's going to be able to take him out. And, and that Lazard's made some plays. I mean, Jimmy Graham's showed up here and there. Do you really feel like they've got any secondary players in that passing game that if you took Devontae Adams out that, you know, Rodgers is just going to carve a team up? I mean, I just – I feel like the Niners can take away Adams and they can get some pressure on, and I I think it's going to be lights out.
1: Yeah, and, you know, the other key for – uh, the Packers have a success would be getting Aaron Jones going and I just don't know I don't know if you can run on this defense when they're you know when they got all their players in there and, and they're playing at their top level I just don't think he can run on them
0: no, yeah I mean that'll be the question what, what would be really interesting to see if Tennessee could run on them
1: yeah I was just thinking that too
0: because <laughs> you have to wonder I mean how much is San Fran gonna I mean I think San Fran's base defense stops the run. You don't have to add the extra guys, so I don't think they're gonna. I'm not gonna put eight in a box to stop Aaron Jones um, because you've. And if they do, then Rodgers has to take it advantage. But I think you're right. Base defense is hard. I don't know if they're gonna be able to run on them. Right. So right. they're gonna have to use some extension of the screen game, the short, the quick slants that Rodgers gets the ball out quick. They're going to have to just take the yards they're given and try yeah. to soften up that pass rush a little bit. They're, they have to be real
1: patient. On offense,
0: they are. Sure. Rodgers is going to have to. He's going to have to be three, three steps and out one way or another. And a good drive might be a couple first downs and a punt, and hope that their defense can can match. Until something yeah. opens up, because I don't think Rogers gonna be standing. I mean, Roger' gonna be standing back there with time to throw the ball deep down the field. I mean, they're gonna have to take five, six, seven yard chunks. They're gonna have to methodically plow down the field. I think um, until they can maybe get get that defense to loosen a little bit. I, I don't see. I just don't see it. I mean. I don't want to shit on a 13 and three team, but I never felt like. Th- and and look, it Packers could obviously they're two wins away from winning the Super Bowl, um, so good for them. But I I I just don't see it. I'd be fairly surprised unless something like if Garoppolo throws three picks or something. Right. Uh, there's gonna have to be turnovers involved, I think, if Green Bay's gonna win, they're gonna have to catch some, some breaks. They're gonna have to win the turnover battle. I don't know. I, I just don't know that it's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's the other side of it too. I, I'm not sure the Packers defense, you know, can slow down that Niners rushing attack. I mean they haven't really they haven't really shown to be an overly dominant defensive unit for most of the season. I mean, so, I mean, that's the other side of the You know, I don't know if they can get off the field against that Niners offense.
0: Right. Yeah, that's it. I mean, Green Bay's defense is going to have to keep Green, going to have to keep them in the game, I think. Right, right. Uh, uh, early. And then if, because if San Fran gets up two scores and they pin their ears back, it's over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, like we said earlier, I mean, Garoppolo's made the plays, too, in the passing game when he's had to. I mean, he's
0: had to do it, that's what I mean. He's he's yeah, complimented I, the team very well.
1: I mean, they, they've got some weapons in the passing game. I mean, obviously Kittle and that Debo Samuel has really come on.
0: Emmanuel and Sanders.
1: Yeah, don't forget Emmanuel Sanders. He's made plays. I mean.
0: All those running backs can catch. I mean. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean they, they, they got they got the weapons for sure on offense. So yeah, it's gonna it's a tall task for the Packers for sure for me.
0: Yeah. Then I'll, I'll I'll give. I'll, since we're only at not even an hour and we've gotten through the two games, and I assume Kylie picked San Fran. I don't have access to that. Um, I'd be shocked if he didn't. He's been on them all year. It's just right. whether he picked a blowout or not. Um, I, you know, I was giving John Lynch some shit before. You know, but kudos to him. How he's built this team. He he built it on rock and roll. Right. <laughs> no, he he, he he went out. Yeah. Interesting enough, and I forgot about this till they were talking last week during the game, you know, San Fran was kind of targeting Kirk Cousins. Right. And he ended up going to Minnesota. So San Fran turned around and I think they used the second, I don't think it was a first round pick. I think they used a the second round pick. And they got Jimmy Garoppolo from New England. A guy that had played some pro games. And they had a good look at him to see how he looked as a pro. And so they shored up their quarterback position with a second-round pick. Guy might not ever be a top-ten stat guy, but he's only lost like three or four games, I think, as a starter. Um, And he's a couple wins away from a Super Bowl. And then what they did is they gathered up draft picks. And they had misses on high draft picks, but they gathered up tons of picks. And that's how they built the rest of the team was through. So they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, and then they overpay him after right. they got to see him play for them for half a year or whatever it was. And they quote-unquote overpay him for at the time, but quarterback's locked up. They, they have their starter. They're not drafting a guy and hoping he develops. They have their guy, and then they build the rest of the team with just a ton of draft picks, and then they sprinkle in free agents that know Shanahan's system, defensive guys that cast off. Richard Sherman cast off from Seattle with something to prove. I mean, they trade for D Ford. Um, yeah,
1: hasn't, hasn't Sherman had a little resurgence?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um showing I mean, when
1: they, When they got him, I thought, well, he's
0: about done. I thought, yes. When they got him, I thought, well, that's an odd move because I don't know that they're going to be contending by the time he's going to be worth anything. And obviously they knew what the hell they were doing because it was a brilliant pickup. Yeah. (laughs) He just anchors that secondary, which is a good secondary. Um, He's kind of the leader of that defense. He brings that veteran leadership. He's won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, just kudos to to Team Construction 101. I mean, I get that not every day you get a chance to trade for your franchise quarterback for a second-round pick, but they identified a guy on a team that, you know, New England, he wasn't going to be there, and they went and got him. So, kudos to them. And they built a great team around them. And then they a little bit of luck by being so terrible last year that they – Got the pass rusher there. I remember his fucking name, those two fucking brothers. Oh, the Bosa. Bosa, yeah. (laughs) So, that's how you do it. Now they're two wins away from the Super Bowl. Right. Now, interesting enough, if San Fran wins the Super Bowl, they tie Pittsburgh, correct? Yes. Yeah, so... Of course, the Steelers fans will say it took them longer to get there, but I, I'm a little surprised I haven't seen a ton of Steelers fans worrying about the Niners yet. Right. I suppose once, <laughs> if San Fran makes a Super Bowl, then they'll start realizing, oh, shit. Yeah, they, you know, well, a lot of them probably
1: don't even realize
0: it. No, I'm sure they don't. <laughs> That's how that goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Um, just biz- order a business. So next week's a bye week. Great. And sometimes we do the Super Bowl preview next week. Sometimes we wait. Well, next week's my birthday, and if the weather's nice, I think we're gonna. We didn't do our Erie trip yesterday, so next week's gonna be a bye week for Munch too. And then hopefully the following week the weather will be good and we can actually get together in person and do the Super Bowl spectacular right <laughs> um, and a couple of side notes on our teams as far as coaching stuff goes right the Cowboys I knew they were keen on kind of keeping Kellen Moore around and it's come out they kept him around and not only did they keep him around he's going to call plays
1: yeah, I don't know how I feel about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I guess the thing you've got going for that is if something sputters, I'm sure McCarthy is going to take over that clipboard. He's not going to let it just stay status yeah, quo.
1: Yeah, you would think if if they struggle, you know,
0: early on, or uh, you know, if they beat earth. up Hammeneggers but then they play a a, a big a big game against a tough team and they score nine points, I mean, I don't think that's going to be allowed to just happen too often.
1: Yeah, you, you would think he would have a fairly short leash on yep. play call.
0: <laughs> and, but I just wonder how much, it, and it already starts to make me think, well, how much of that was Jerry? Right, Cause I know. Because Jer, Jerry's high on Kellen Moore, so I, I really hope that wasn't, I some of it had to be. I mean, whether he mandated yeah. they keep Kellen Moore, whether they mandated he calls the plays, you I mean, who knows? Maybe Mike McCarthy's like, hey, this interviewed the guy and was impressed by him and wanted him on his staff, but it, does, it already makes me start to think about it, and they haven't even coached a game yet.
1: Yeah, I know. I would like to know the circumstances behind that, too. Uh, and it, yeah, it certainly does make you think that Jones still has his – his uh, toe dipping in the water there, you know, well,
0: like... He's gonna keep the guys around <laughs> that he wants.
1: <laughs> uh. Yeah. So, I mean, it's gonna be interesting for sure.
0: Yeah. How
1: it plays out,
0: but... And then uh, the Bears that flip a... whatever his nuts is... DeFilippo Filippo DeFilippo, <laughs> who was a hot coaching pro- coach prospect a few years ago. In fact, the Bears interviewed him before hiring Matt Nagy, and then he's bounced around and not lasted very long. In fact, when he got cut by the Jags, it kind of made me think, I wonder if this guy's got clashing personality or something, because, I mean, Mike Zimmer fired him pretty early into the Minnesota tenure I thought, you know, you could have given the guy, again, Jacksonville, like the Bears, had a disappointing year, but they kept their coach, so maybe they had to, felt like they had to make a move, but you could have, on warrant, said, you know, Foles goes out the first six snaps into the year, and this fifth-round rookie, Gardner Minshew, comes in and plays pretty outstanding for a rookie, and I was shocked by his stats, too, for not playing the whole year. I think he had, like, 26 touchdown passes. And I want to say he only had, like, 10 picks. I could be wrong about that, but it's something like that. It's like, that's, I mean, again, who do you want to give credit to, I guess. but, But, so anyway, it was interesting that he got let go. Well, the Bears jumped on him. So the Bears must have been impressed enough when they interviewed him for head coach that when he came available, they thought, hey, let's, we'll add this guy to our staff. So they... They signed him as their quarterback's coach and they promoted Dave Ragone, their current quarterback. See they're assuming goddamn job positions now on these staffs, it's stupid. I know. He's like passing game coordinator now or something. It's yeah. Like, it's like really I mean, does that mean anything? I mean I guess if the guy's helping drawing up plays and, and then, you know, your play caller's picking them out, but otherwise I don't know. Seems like you got an awful lot of cooks in the kitchen um, so I don't know I thought thought that was an interesting hire to say the least it's I guess if anything it adds another guy to the staff that and the Bears had hired that Bill Laser, Laser, for um, uh, (laughs) for offensive coordinator because I guess there was some mutual interest with Pat Shermer who I would have loved but obviously Nagy was going to continue to call plays, so Shermer was hanging out to see if anything else opened up that would allow him to call plays. Well, once Pat Shermer was available, Vic Fangio fires the offensive coordinator on the Broncos to get Shermer to call plays. So, I don't know. I, I, I feel like the Bears might have missed one there. I, I really would have loved to see. I've talked about it. I'd love to have seen them get a Pat Shermer and let him call the plays and let Matt Nagy coach. I mean, but it's not going to happen. But at least now, now last year, they had no other experience on that offensive staff, with guys that have ever called plays. So at least the fact that they've got Bill Lazor now and DeFilippo have all called plays. So at least you, if for any other thing, at least Nagy's got a couple guys that have done it for a while to lean on. Right. So I hopefully that's a good thing. But I mean at the end of the day the players gotta step up. I mean, there's a lot of people now you know, it's off season and my team's always in the off season, so Yeah. But people you know, there's people putting the all the pieces of the puzzle together, you know, that they've hired all these guys that have ties to Philadelphia and Nick Foles and they they're gonna trade for Foles and oh really that's what people are putting together but I don't I don't know I don't know I don't really see it but who knows I mean there's jobs on the line here so you know if if Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy obviously publicly are gonna say that Trubisky's their guy but if they really are looking at the tape and saying this dude's we're, we're going down with the ship here maybe they do pull something off I don't know but it'll be interesting. Right. So,
1: Yeah, a lot of times uh, our, our team's off-seasons are more exciting than their seasons.
0: <laughs> yep, it's uh, the most time for optimism of the whole year when they're not playing. Very, yeah, very want, sad. Yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> I wanted to mention, too, uh, old, my old buddy Jason Garrett staying in divisions. Yes,
0: glad you remembered that. I forgot.
1: Yeah. Giants, uh, the New York football Giants, hired him as the offensive coordinator.
0: Um, be interesting to see how that turns out. Uh, yeah, I think it's an interesting hire. I, I think it's kind of one of those hires, too, where you've got a guy that this judge has never even called plays. So you got a first time head coach that's going to, he gets a guy that's been a head coach. You can right. say whatever you want about Garrett as a head coach. He was a head coach for a long time, so at least Judge has a guy to bounce stuff off of. Um, it's an interesting hire for sure. Um,
1: yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how they, you know, how that works out with, you know, with him just being an offensive coordinator, yep. not having to worry about the head coaching part of it. Um,
0: uh, I don't know. I think, I think it could
1: be all right for
0: him. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad hire. I know you think, Oh God, Jason Garrett, the, the guy's radioactive, but I think as a, as a play caller where he's not responsible for the discipline of the team and yeah, and, and getting the, the whole team ready, he's responsible for the offense and calling the plays. It could work out for him. There's, they could have done a lot worse. I think.
1: It'd just be interesting. Uh, you know, staying in division, obviously, is interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you, you know, the thing with Garrett, and I don't know how much, you know, I know he had a lot to do with the offense, when you know, early on when he was the coach, you know, when he got hired as head coach. Um, but, you know, the, the big thing I've had a problem with basically the whole time he's been there is, how vanilla the offense was. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, is him just being a coordinator if if, he, I don't know, implements a little more uh, creativity to it or what. I don't know. It'll
0: be interesting. And adjusting with the times. I mean, the game's changed a lot since he was an offensive coordinator last just an offensive coordinator, not a head coach with a hand in the offense. So it'll be interesting. It'll definitely be interesting to see what they run and, and everything else.
1: It's definitely going to be weird uh, <laughs> when the Giants play in Dallas next year. It'll probably be first game of the year. It always seems to be the first yeah, game right? of the year. <laughs> but that's going to be interesting.
0: Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So... Well, and and interesting, I just wanted to talk about that judge hire because a lot of people were ripping on it. And I know Stephen A., and I don't want to get into the whole, you know, Stephen A.'s not happy. There's not a lot of diversity in the coaching. And he has some points, but he kind of attacked the judge hire. And I think the judge hire was the Giants mimicking the Dolphins hire. I can never remember the Dolphins coach. Um, Yes. I can't remember either. The guy sort of seems similar to me as far as attributes. You know, he he came up through. He coached a lot of different positions. You know, worked on a lot of different... I think he worked on both sides of the ball. He did, did some special teams. He was the receiver's coach at the time. I feel like it's the Giants sort of copycatting the Dolphins now, just because the guy wasn't of color. You know, but I'm, I really think that that, Brian Flores, I think, is the guy. Or Flores, I think, is the guy's name. But um, I really thought that was a mimic move. Like, you know how, like, and the Bears did it when they hired Nagy. It, the hot thing was to hire these hot shot offensive coordinators that are running this college-style run-and-gun offense. And that was the flavor of the week a couple of years ago. Now I'm wondering if... The success in Miami that had a terrible roster and seeing how that, I mean, each coach is different, right? But it's a copycat league. And I really felt like the Giants, that was their Flores hire. Like, we're going to get the guy that's worked for Belichick in all kinds of different areas. He's not a specialist, He, but he's just going to be a football coach and come in. And so it'll be interesting to see how it works out. I mean, I don't know. You keep expecting it. could be the GM at least to me, you look at the Giants and you keep saying, all right, well, when are they at least going to be competitive? All Even right. like 8-8, eight and eight, I mean, they got some, I mean, obviously you got Barkley there. Jones, the big thing on Jones is he lost a lot of fumbles. I mean, but overall he had a 2-1 to one touchdown to interception ratio. He can run a little bit. I think health might be the big thing on him. It seems like you've got your quarterback. I mean, right. so can they build some defense and some pieces around? I mean, that's the real question. But we'll see how this judge does at coach. But I do think it's that was that hire was made sort of as a copycat to the Dolphins. But um, we'll see. So, well, let's get geared up for the games and. We'll, uh, we'll come at you in a couple weeks with our recap of the championship games and then a, our big Super Bowl preview and any other uh, off-season stuff that we had in there as we wind down the season. So I'm munched the Uno. Drink them if you got them. Enjoy the games. Hopefully they're two good games. I really expect Kansas City, Tennessee to be a hell of a game. Uh, I, obviously, we picked kind of blowouts for the Niners, but obviously never count out Aaron Rodgers. And right. we'll see what happens. But uh, enjoy the games. God willing, we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.
1: Yeah, this is Stanko. Um, championship Sunday. It's always, uh, always fun. Um, it's always fun for me to kind of think about all the – you know all the four different possible
0: uh, scenarios, scenarios for the Super Bowl. You know,
1: <laughs> so uh, I was just kind of looking at it. Uh, it'd all be kind of interesting. I, I don't know. For me, I guess the 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 least uh, attractive one to me would probably be Tennessee Green
0: Bay. I was just thinking that that would be that would be the <laughs> least attractive one to me as well. Just on paper, Uh, it could turn into a great game, but on paper that doesn't seem like much fun. Right. (laughs) I'm not sure about it. Then my next one would probably be Green Bay, Kansas City. Yeah. I just don't feel like Green Bay. But you got Rodgers in there, so it could be interesting. Except that I hate the guy. I know, me too. (laughs) His
1: smug-ass face. Yeah,
0: and does Fox have the Super Bowl this year? I hope not. You'd have to hear. I think they do. I think they do. You'd have to hear the. The great Aaron Rodgers.
1: Yeah, you got to hear that a hundred times.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, but yeah, Uh, enjoy the games. Um, I'm gonna have a few uh, beers or whatnot and. I don't
0: know. Watch the end of the stupid Penguins
1: game. It's three two now. Oh, by the course. way, they're on, they're on the comeback. Here come the power plays. All right, yeah, they're on one right now as of we course. speak. And yeah, I might watch the rest of this. I might throw on a little bit of vinyl
0: before the game yeah, starts. I like to do that too.
1: So I don't like having. I don't like playing uh, any uh, any music during the games because I I don't know. I like to hear what's going yeah. on.
0: I'm hit or miss. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Depends how bad the announcers are bothering me.
1: All right. <laughs> well, Romo will be doing the Chiefs game, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: Romo's top notch.
1: I don't know. I still like listening to him. Yeah,
0: he's the best.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, like Munch said, it'll be uh, two weeks before we come back at you with our Super Bowl preview. But, yeah, until then, enjoy these games. Pro Bowl next week. I know
0: that's much Oh, boy, favorite. yeah. Stanko will do Pro Bowl <laughs> Corner on our next podcast. I'll do, I'll, I'll
1: do a two-minute Pro Bowl Corner yep. on our
0: next podcast. <laughs> yep. Uh,
1: so, yeah, this is Stanko. Football fanatics. Until we talk to you again, uh, bye-bye.